All right, good evening or afternoon, I should say, everyone. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Uh, We're getting prepared to broadcast an uh, important message for 2022. And I'm going to try to get my social media app open here so I can see some of you that may be joining on with us here uh, this, uh, this uh, afternoon. And uh, at some point in time, if you have questions or comments, I'm going to try to see if I can keep track and actually look at those questions or comments. Uh, we ask that you would um, pray for us. This is our first time doing something like this. So we're learning to utilize the technology and all the things that come along with with uh, with broadcasting. So um, God bless you. And maybe someone can let me know how the audio is coming through out there. That would be uh, that'd be a help if you're listening in. You can comment there so we can find out if the audio is coming through okay. But today we wanted to talk to you about reading the Bible, reading the Bible in 2022. And maybe you've heard uh, of Bible reading plans and maybe you've attempted to read the Bible before, but um, I would uh, challenge you to read the Bible with a team, to read it in a structured, systematic way. And you will find that your chances of starting and finishing the reading of the Bible will be beyond what you could think. There, there are many benefits for reading the Bible. Uh, my wife is here, Patrice, to to help us to to dialogue about some of these things. But you know, one of the things that I believe is is one of the most impacting and one of the most beneficial reasons to read the Bible is because you get to understand who God is for yourself. Not what a church has taught you, not what a denomination has taught you, not what a preacher or a pastor taught you, not what a friend has taught you or what their beliefs or opinions are. You get to actually go through and learn and understand the Bible for yourself. And, and you know what you'll find? You'll find that people who actually come to understand the Bible themselves begin to realize that most of what they've thought about Christianity, what they've thought about the Bible, what they've thought about God is, is really far off from what the Bible actually teaches. So uh, I want to challenge you to come to read the scriptures for yourself, to come to, to know God and make that a priority. We're at a time of the year where there are a lot of New Year's resolutions being made. I don't think there's a goal that you can set that is more significant than to have the entire word of God filter through your mind and your heart in 2022. Uh, Hebrews tells us in chapter 4 that the word of God, it is living and breathing. Uh, and the living, breathing word of God working in your mind and in your heart is going to be sure to accomplish things in you in 2022 that would not happen if not for the power of his word. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to cover a few topics in regards to reading the Bible. We're going to talk about Bible reading plans. Uh, we're going to talk about how much time it actually takes to read the Bible. We're going to talk about problems with certain ways that people tend to read the Bible. Uh, we're going to talk about a systematic plan. We're also going to talk about accountability, having a team opposed to trying to do it on your own. And we're going to tell you how to actually get started with this to uh, make sure that 2022 is a year that you read more about the scriptures than, than you've ever read before. So uh, thank you for those who may be listening in. We do look for sound checks and things like that. Happy New Year to you, to those that are watching in with us right now. Well, listen, I want to 
kind of take our broadcast, and I want us to uh, have some insight from Dr. Donald S. Whitney. Dr. Donald S. Whitney is a professor of biblical spirituality at the um, seminary, with seminaries located in in, uh, in Kentucky, uh, but uh, just an amazing, amazing individual in regards to theology. So I want him to kind of share a little bit with us from uh, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I want us to just get a, a little bit of an understanding of what it means to read the Bible. We're going to talk as he talks. So we're going to play a little portion of a, of a clip. And as he talks, we're going to dialogue about the things that he's saying. I'd like to hear from you as well. I'd like to hear your comments as we go along. I'll try to follow along with those on Facebook. But let's get right to our to our podcast here with Dr. Donald S. Whitney, uh, who is from uh, Southern, I'm sorry, who is from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I'm a big, big advocate of reading through the entire Bible on a regular basis. It doesn't necessarily have to be every year, uh, but to set a goal of, of periodically reading through the entire Bible. And it surprises a lot of people that you can read through the whole Bible out loud in less than 72 hours. We know that because of the recorded Bibles uh, that, that we do have. If we break it down for people and to say, hey, you know, you can do this in less than 72 hours, and that's less time than the average American spends in front of the television in two weeks, it seems a lot more doable. So to give them a, a, a plan, to give them some sense of how this can be accomplished, gives people, I think, an incentive to, to try to do this. So we know that if you read like 15 minutes a day or a little bit less, actually, you can read through the whole Bible in a year. So isn't that amazing? I, I think um, when you break it down to realize that to read through the entire Bible, 72 hours, I don't think most people are thinking about it like that in terms of it actually being able to be read in 72 hours. So when we when we think about time, 72 hours is not a long time. And like he said, it's because of the audio Bibles that you could have an audio Bible and actually listen to the whole Bible where someone reads it and they go through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and it's 72 hours. That's not a lot of time. So I think the question starts to become, you know, if, if it doesn't take that long to read through the Bible, why is it so difficult? Uh, what kind of things are we battling in our hearts? What kind of things are we battling externally? Uh, that are taking up so much of our time that we can't spend 72 hours for an entire year. Something that literally could be done in a week. Many of us uh, sometimes work 80 hours in a week, including preparation and transportation. Why is it that it takes so long to to read? Why is it so difficult? Why is it so much of a challenge? I believe it has a lot to do with the condition of our hearts our priorities, and our focuses. But I think when we start to realize these things, we can begin to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to uh, read the Bible this year. I'm going to do that. Uh, let's continue. Year's time. About three chapters a day, five on the Lord's Day, and you can read through the Bible in a whole year's time. So to have a good plan, 
keeps us from randomly reading through the Bible. Just to just, you know, occasionally just open it up and just thumb through and find something is not the best way. God gave us the Bible in, a, in an order. And so to read it chapter by chapter and book by book, I think is the best way to approach it on a, on a regular basis, at least. So what do you think about that, Patrice? The random, I know I used to read random scriptures. Um, sometimes they come in the email or I'd have a devotion, just random scriptures. And I kind of attributed that to, I read my Bible. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I definitely think you need to go systematically through so that you can get a big picture of what the Bible says instead of just um, always hitting the highlights or your favorite scriptures. I think we um, just want to hear good news a lot of the times, but we have to read the Bible in its entirety um, so we can really understand the good news. Um, um, I know it's been like for parents, a lot of times they say they don't have the time, but I think it's more of a discipline. Um, and it's something that we develop. I think it's something that we teach and train our children that discipline as well. And um, one of the goals I have this year is to actually go daily through the readings with the children. So that way it gives you that accountability. It gives you that, you know, this time every day we're going to have our Bible reading and go through the scriptures with them. And I, you know, I know that before Jordan has done that and she's been very good at doing that because she's always been a strong reader but now going through that and doing that with um, the younger ones who can't read as well for themselves but going through and reading it to them and you know we know that um, so much research is done about reading to your children and how that makes them stronger readers and why would we not want to read the word of God to mm -hmm. them um, so it's going to make them stronger readers it's going to make them um, know the Lord so even much more you know a greater reason to go through and read the scriptures with your children. So. Amen. I, I think that's right on point. It's not so much not having enough time. It's having the discipline. There are 8,760 hours in a year. 8,760 hours in a year. It takes 72 hours to read the Bible. So let's just kind of, for you math you know, wizards out there, think about it. 10% of 8,760 would be 876, right? So that would be 876 hours if we took 10% of our time to read the Bible out of the 8,760 hours in a year. Well, from 10%, we come back to 1%. And we have 87.6 hours. So we're talking about taking 1% of the time that God has given us to uh, be alive each day for a whole year. 1% of that time and we can read through the entire scriptures. Uh, thank you for those words of wisdom, Patrice. Let's continue, everyone. Your, your regular diet of scripture should be some systematic way of reading through books of the Bible. That doesn't necessarily mean you start in Genesis and go to Revelation. It often helps people to read maybe from the Old Testament and also from the New Testament or some plan that takes them uh, reading in several places so that they kind of finish sections of the Bible at the same time. and. You know, when they're finished with a the plan, they've read the whole Bible. So for me, here's the one I've used for, for many, many years. What I typically do is I start in Genesis, in Joshua, in Job, in Isaiah, 
and Matthew. Genesis begins, we might say, the law. Joshua begins the history. Job, the, the poetry or the wisdom literature. Isaiah, the prophets. And Matthew, of course, the New Testament. And if you read approximately equal sections in those every day, you'll, you'll finish uh, at the same time, just about. Or if that's too many for people, they can start in Genesis, Job, and Matthew. That one works for me personally, but there are dozens of reading plans out there. Perhaps the most famous in history is one by Robert Murray McShane, who lived in the first half of the 1800s in Scotland. And he has a plan of going through, it's a little bit of the Old Testament, New Testament, and some Psalms uh, every single day. Uh, but I have a friend named Justin Taylor who puts out a collection of Bible reading plans on the Gospel Coalition website. And uh, I like to recommend that to people because they just have a catalog of, of 30 to 40 different Bible reading plans that may work for them where one doesn't or where they use one one year and another some other year. I'd make this recommendation also. Whatever plan you use, find a plan that gives you a little bit of flex. You know, I, I think that what he's saying is that you got to have a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't just randomly read the Bible. It's, it's not written that way. Uh, I remember a class called Christian Theology and when we, Essentials of the Christian Thought or something like that. And we learned about the different sections of the Bible, the historical books, the poetic books, the, the, uh, the patriarchs and all the different sections, how it's written in these various sections. And it's not about reading the Bible in order. It's about reading the Bible. It's also about understanding the different sections you're reading and uh, what's going on and how they tie together. It's about understanding what things are symbolic, which things are literal or metaphorical or uh, those kinds of things there. So there's a system to reading the Bible so that you understand it. Otherwise, it can be very confusing. So, um, you know, when you read the Bible, when we come together to read the Bible, we need to have a level of wisdom so that we understand how this Bible is put together. It is a literature book. It is the inspired Word of God. It is the words of God. But it still is written in the form to where it is literature, and you need to approach it like that as well. Or what will happen is you will misinterpret it. You will, you will um, believe promises that you think are promises that are not. You will uh, try to live in ways that God has not intended you to, to live uh, because you have to read the Bible in context. So I think that's, uh, that's really in, is significant. And also what he's getting into, what Dr. Uh, Whitney is getting into is a plan with some flex. A plan with some flex. This year, we've got a Bible reading plan that we like to get in, in your hands here. Uh, it is from Blue Letter Bible. Uh, we can get that to you if you send a text message to the phone number that you see on the banner flashing under our screen. Uh, down here under under our screen, you'll see the phone number. If you can send a text there with your name and and uh, some information, we'll we'll send this over to you. This plan has 365 readings. Uh, like I did my reading for today, and then I I scratched off. I don't know if you can see that or not there, but I scratched off today's reading. And you just go through and scratch off each day as you're reading. And if you miss a few days, then you just start where you left off. If you miss a, a week, if you miss a month, you know, you shouldn't do that. But if you do, you just keep starting off and you may not finish in one year. It may be 14 months. It may be 15 months. It may be 24 months. For some of you, it might work the opposite. 
You may actually read more. You may actually finish reading the Bible in six months because you do more. So you need a plan with some flex in it so that, you know, when things happen, when you get off track, you know, you can get back on track. We're going to talk about some things that will help you to to stay on track uh, when we get to the end of our podcast. But let's continue with Dr. Whitney. Every month. Things happen. People get sick. Their, their kids get sick. You know, they have they travel, they have crises. And if they're on a plan that requires them to read a certain amount every single day without fail for 365 days in a year, well, it's pretty common for people to miss a day or a couple of days. And before you know it, they're, they're behind. They say, I'll never get caught up. And they just say, I can't do this. But if they have a plan that maybe gives them two or three days of flex every month when things happen, they can get caught up pretty easily. But you know, once again, there's no law that says you have to read the Bible in 365 days. Maybe you make it a year and a half or two years. Uh, there are Bibles you can purchase organized for daily reading. The one-year Bible, for example, the two-year Bible, and you read the, the divisions they've already done there for you. You just keep turning the page. You don't have to look in different places in your Bible. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, those are some some very valid points that... Uh, that Dr. Whitney brings out. And I think that, uh, you know, we definitely need to have a plan. We need to work on the system. We need to have a plan that has some flex so that we can uh, have room for, for difficult times and challenges when we get off track. Uh, so I think those things are significant. Uh, we want to spend a few moments now going through a few pointers, a few things that we believe are significant in Bible reading. Some of them just simply reinforce what we previously have, uh, have talked about. So uh, let's talk about reading the Bible in 2022. So, uh, first of all, you know, when we, when we think about, uh, reading the Bible, here's a couple things that I think are significant. If I can get to what's significant, here we go. All right. Why do I need a Bible reading plan? I think we, we talked about that. We need a Bible reading plan. We need a plan for everything, don't we? So we need a Bible reading plan so that we can have something that we can see and track where we are, know where we're going. We don't want to just read randomly because the Bible isn't written to be read randomly. If you read it randomly, there are going to be a lot of misinterpretations because you lack context. So we want to read in, in that way uh, to where we have a plan, a systematic way of reading. How long does it take to read the Bible? Well, it's not that it takes a year or it takes two years or that it takes three weeks. It takes 72 hours for the average person uh, at their reading speed to read the Bible. It's more of the discipline, the accountability, a system that you have so that you can get in the habit of reading the Bible consistently so that you can get through it. I want to point this out, too, that it's not just about reading the Bible. It's also about understanding what you're reading. It's about understanding what the author is intending to say, what the author's point is. It's not just reading the Bible that brings about the change in someone's heart, that brings about the blessing of God. It is understanding the meaning, what it means, because we can't really obey it until we really know what it means. So uh, I want to challenge you to, to not just read, but to, to let us help you to get understanding about what you're reading, to get your questions answered and that helps you tremendously with uh, keeping on track with the Bible because it becomes this journey that is life transforming as you are coming to know the true and living God through his word. Uh, also, when we think about time, how long it takes, 
Here's a chart. I'm not sure how well you can see it. It's probably small on your screen. Maybe you can enlarge it. But on average, we pick up our phone 58 times per day. On average, 58 points per day. And then we're we're gazing. We're just gazing at this screen constantly, just gazing, gazing at this screen uh, all day long, 58 times. And when you add it all up, three hours and 15 minutes per day is what the average person spends just on their phone. We're not even talking about TV and, and all of that. You start adding that up, you get around five or six hours a day Amen. that the average person spends allowing things to come into their heart and their mind that are not beneficial for them, but harmful. I like that you said the word gazing because the scriptures tell us that we're to gaze upon the Lord. We're to Amen. behold the Lord and gaze on him. And we're spending way too much time gazing. Way too much time. On other things. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And I, I want to challenge you with something else too. It may seem old fashioned. Um, I'm, I'm not really an old fashioned person. It's just some things make sense. It's, it's that. It's not. It's a matter. I want to challenge you to, to, to pick up a, a paper, a paper Bible. You remember these? I don't know if you guys, some of you may have never seen them before, but this is a, a paper, a paper Bible. I want to challenge you to do that. It's because you get to get away from everything. You know, how, how often is it that you say, you know what? I like to use my phone for things or my computer or my tablet, but I find myself doing 20 other things. Well, well listen, the word of God is too significant to keep getting distracted. And when you actually know that you're going to get distracted, then you need to put that away and get your paper Bible and sit down just with you and your Bible. Don't even have your cell phone around. Don't even have your computer around. Just you, the scriptures. You have to do that. We have too many distractions today with technology to where we are not meditating Amen. on the Lord. Amen. We're not meditating on the word. We're med we have too many other things that are drawing our attention. I want to tell you, this may sound crazy. You can actually be listening to too many sermons. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you can be listening to too many. You also, you have a responsibility. You have to pray. You have to spend time with God. You have to meditate on what's been being preached in the sermons. Amen. There's a time for you. You have to spend your personal intimate, quiet, non-distracted time with the Lord in order to really grow spiritually, in order to walk pleasing in His sight. So I want to challenge you to, to look at the way that you read, the environment that you read in, the seriousness that you give to that reading. You don't want to just be reading and going back to your phone. It's the voice of God. That's God speaking. Come to that word with reverence uh, when, you're, when you're speaking, uh, when you're hearing from God, reading His word. Well, what's the problem with reading randomly? Random reading allows for misinterpretation. Random reading allows for you to miss the context. Random reading allows for you to not understand God for who he truly is. 31,102 verses are in your Bible. And we need to have all 31,102 go through and cleanse our soul. Amen. Second Timothy three sixteen. All scripture is God breathed. Amen. Amen. So we don't want to read randomly. We want to read systematically. And we talked about having a systematic plan. That's what we want to help you to do. And another question might be, well, well, how do I get started? Well, we want to help you to get started reading with a team of people. For those of you who are on Facebook, 
uh, our Living Stones Fellowship group, you'll see people posting every single day that their Bible reading has been completed and encouraging one another and uh, all those kinds of good things there. We have a team. If you read with the team, you will be so much more successful in your reading. And, and on Facebook, if you join our Living Stones Fellowship Facebook group, it'll remind you. Maybe you're off for the day and you'll say, oh, you know what? I just saw Jasmine uh, post her reading. So, you know, what? I need to go and read my, my Bible or, or you may just have a, a relationship with a few people. You don't have to use Facebook. You may be watching us on our YouTube stream and you're like, I don't do Facebook. It's fine. Just find a few people and you all text message back and forth with each other to hold each other accountable that you're reading. But you can't just do it on your own. You can, but I would encourage you to not do it. There's not many people that have that kind of discipline to do it on their own. And even if you do, why would you want to? When we're a body, you'd want to be in fellowship with other people, helping them to read through. If you have that kind of discipline, find somebody who doesn't and connect with them and help them to get through and understand God's word. So if you want to connect with us and start reading the Bible, then just send a text message to the number that you see on the banner uh, on our screen. I'll make it a little bigger here. You can see the banner flashing down there and eventually it'll flash to uh, send a text. And when you send a text, just send your phone number. Uh, well, I'll have your phone number if it comes from your cell phone, but put your name and just let us know that you'd like to join a team to start reading the Bible. And one more thing, share this with other people. Click the share button on your Facebook page, share it with other people. If you're watching on YouTube, then uh, copy the link and send it out to people. But but let's work hard over the next you know week and a half or so to build a large group of people who want to come together and not only read God's word but come and understand God's word. And in addition to that, you know we have some other things that we can uh, introduce you to that we will to help you to get understanding of what you're reading to get understanding of what you're reading. The plan that we're going to send over to you uh, has you to read a little bit of the Old Testament each day and a little bit of the New Testament each day. So you end up going through the Old and the New at the same time. Uh, so I want to take a moment now and um, and uh, get prepared to close out. But uh, my wife, uh, Patrice, might have a few things she'd like to, to share, some of her thoughts that we've been, um, uh, as we've been talking. Patrice? <laughs> oh, well... Not really. I just wanted to say that I definitely was one of those people didn't have enough discipline to make it through the Bible on my own. Um, I mean, I couldn't get through one book um, on my own. So I think that it was fantastic just having accountability, um, seeing other people post that they had read and it reminds you to read. And then it just becomes a habit um, that you read every day and going through the Bible, um, you see a big picture and you um, know the Lord more. And as you know him more, you're able to obey him more and um, you just continue to, to grow and, and to be sanctified by his word. So it's definitely something um, that I want to see more Christians um, able to do. And so, you know, if we can help them in any way, I'm glad to, um, to be that accountability partner. Amen. Amen. Well, we're here to serve. Uh, we're excited about this year. Thank you for joining our our live stream here today. Be sure to share it uh, with others. And uh, we're going to close out in prayer. Pray with us as we as we pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to, to start this year off in the right way. Uh, we are to seek your kingdom first and everything else comes behind that. And 
the way your kingdom is structured, the, the commandments of your kingdom, we're to live that way. And the way we're to live, the instructions for it are written in your word. The more we know what's written in your word, the more we can obey you. The more we can honor you, the more we can serve you, the more we can serve others. So we pray, Lord, for a heart that has a desire for your word, Lord. And though we may not have a strong desire now, help us to know that if we pray, if we seek you, that you will increase that desire for the truth of your word. May your will be done in us and through us in every way. May you be glorified. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for forgiveness of sins. Thank you for granting us repentance, the ability to turn from our old way of living to a new way of living in you. Thank you for the fact that you will return for those that you have chosen, those who are the elect, those who are called out of the darkness into your marvelous light. Thank you for your plan and your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year. We look forward to hearing from you soon. And uh, we pray that we can have hundreds of people reading the Bible with us in a structured way, with accountability on a plan, and also with understanding. God bless you. 